Hey, Delisa. Hi, Olivia. Our topic for the day, the five keys to be a better friend. First key is honesty. Number two, quarantining. Getting to know them. Assume the best intention. Our last one is laughter. <laughs> did you say the quarantine? Pandemic bondage. I did. Bonding. Bonding. Oh, I heard bonding. bonding. I was like, what? <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to the very first episode of How to Be Better Friends. Welcome. This I think you're excited. I am, because we've been talking about this since Corona. It's been a while. But here we are. We've done it. We've started. And we're still friends since we started thinking about it, which is also great. <laughs> That's good. So the delay wasn't because we broke up. <laughs> if anything, we have more to talk about now than we did then. That's true. All right, guys. So let's give ourselves a quick introduction because you've never met us before. My name is Olivia. I'm an American, now living in America. But previously, I lived in China for six years. I was in Beijing, China for six years. Now I'm back in the States. and. I'm already missing my friends in China, but I'm excited to be able to do this podcast and share what I've learned by hook or by crook about how to be a better friend. So who are you? I'm Delisa. I was born in Guyana and I grew up in England and now I live in China where we met. (laughs) But like Delisa said, we met in Beijing, China. So we've gotten to know each other since 2017. And now we're here. I guess that's the quick and dirty of our friendship. Like it's the it's the light level over the course of the podcast. Like we'll go into more topics and y'all will get to know us more and more. But just know it's been fun. And it's been a wild ride of learning how to be an intentional friend. And you can't just be like a with the two of us, like you can't just kind of be a friend. You gotta be all in. And it's always worth it when we're all in. That's true. It's always worked out for the better. So I'm glad. (laughs) So we have this lovely little segment that we came up with. And it's partly because I can't say the word ketchup without it sounding like ketchup. So we're going to do our ketchup segment. And Delisa, what did you name this segment? The sauce. No ketchup. The sauce. (laughs) So what's been going on in Beijing in the world of Delisa? Ah, Beijing's been polluted lately. (laughs) I don't (laughs) miss that. Raining. So it's been interesting. Autumn is here. Mm. But we've got the national holiday, which is great. You know, celebrating, what, 70 plus years Mm. since China became a republic. So we've got a one week holiday this week. How about your side? What's happening? Well, came back to the US, so I'm still adjusting. Uh, you know, lots of phone calls with friends I haven't talked to in a while. So lots of good times of connection, lots of family time. I was telling my mom, like, I've seen my nieces more in the last month than I've seen in the last four years. So it's been really fun to put on my auntie boots and like get in there and play with them. So yeah, yeah. so that's, that's a little bit about what's, you know, what's been up. My sauce, my sauce, your sauce. So today we're going to talk. Our topic for the day are the five keys to be a better friend. So, Delisa, <laughs> what is your first key for being a better friend? Uh, the first key 
to being a better friend is honesty. I think honesty overall, um, not just to the other person, but to yourself. And first off, it's like being honest about what kind of friend you want, what you expect, what kind of friendship you're looking for. Um, Being honest with all those things to yourself first and then letting the other person know. Um, Because I find that there are always a lot of assumptions of what a friend should be. And while we have our own ideas, somebody else, the other person would have a different idea. So I think definitely being honest and open about your needs and letting the other person know um, and giving them the chance to say whether they can meet those or not. I like it. And I would do even you- add, I do. And I would even add like honesty about when something is wrong. So you're talking about honesty in the beginning, but then also there's times when someone does something that the other person doesn't like or like it rubs them the wrong way. And so just being honest about that and telling them and having that discussion. Um, we were talking offline and I remember it, I was telling you that I had heard someone say, just because something is hard for you to say, doesn't mean it's going to be hard for the other person to hear. And so mm-hmm. you, what might be hard for you to be honest about could some be something that's actually easy for them to hear and be like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize I had done that. I didn't realize that what I had said had offended you. If I had known, I wouldn't have done it. Thank you for telling me. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. we're not honest about it because we're maybe we're afraid. We've already projected the outcome. And so we're mm-hmm. not honest about it. And then we end a friendship, we distance from someone, and that person is truly in the dark. And it's not the way to build lasting friendships. So yeah, I definitely agree about honesty. I would say number two, and this is definitely kind of specific to us, but um, I would say quarantining. Mm. So like, but if you if you didn't have to go through a pandemic with your best friend in, in Beijing, China in early 2020, then quality time. But for us, quarantining. I think quarantining is a central part of our story because we knew each other before and we were friends before, but we weren't close friends. Like, and we've, we've said this openly. This is not the first time that I'm saying this, but we've said this before. Um, we were casual friends and acquaintances and we would have some moments of like, let's spend quality time. But quarantining, one, for me specifically, it forced me to assess, okay, am I going to be friends and are we going to adapt to a new situation? And I'm going to go through the uncomfortable, like, shedding of old thought processes and ways of interacting so that, like, we can have a successful quarantine. Or am I going to run away because it's uncomfortable and like just stick to what I know and what feels comfortable, but doesn't actually give me what I want. And what I want is more intentional friendship. And so quarantine gave me that reason to get outside of how I would normally do something but doesn't work and really try harder to be a better friend, to be more list, more accommodating, to listen more, to try um, and not just run at the first sight of friction. Because during quarantine, it's like, we didn't know what was going on. <laughs> and all we knew is like, the stay at home orders were out there. And it was like, mm, I could stay at home here with her. And we figure this out and we figure out how we can make it work. Or I can go back to my shoebox of an apartment that probably would have led me down a spiral of mental health issues. Because what we ended up quarantining for let's see, February, March, April, like three months together. And so three months in that shoebox of an apartment. And every week it was going to end. Right. <laughs> uh, so, but if you're not stuck in a pandemic together, 
then quality time. But again, quality time where you're like, I'm intentionally building this friendship. I'm intentionally being with this person. So the small issues, we're not saying ignore major red flags. If someone is clearly exhibiting things that are harmful to you and them, you know, do what you need to do. But the minor inconveniences that are just getting to know you frictions, I think we can learn to work through those through quality time or, you know, just straight up pandemic bondage. (laughs) Did you say pandemic bondage? I did. Bonding. Bonding. I heard bonding. I was like, what? Thank you for telling me I need to enunciate better. I will enunciate for you and our besties out there. I mean, quality quality time also needs to come from both both sides. The willingness from both parties. Oh yeah, but yeah, definitely some some time with each other, getting to know each other, understanding each other, respecting each other, Mm. Uh, and depending on whatever your quality time is, everyone has different things they bring to each experience and what the other person brings should be accepted and welcomed and respected the same way you would expect yours whatever you bring to be so yeah fun times next one we've got honesty quarantining (laughs) getting to know them Hmm. getting to know them what does that involve getting to know someone well Okay, so I'm big on the whole like main character energy thing. But the problem with main character energy is you have the unfortunate disposition to maybe think of other people as side characters or background actors in your story. But that's not how life actually is. And you need to know their story. You need to get to know them and recognize they have a life outside of you. They have wants, hopes, and dreams that exist in and out of your friendship. And so getting to know them, and like you said, respecting them as an individual, respecting their differences. Like, we don't all have to be alike. You and I are actually pretty different (laughs) in a lot of ways, but we respect each other. And we also have gotten to know our hearts. What do you like? What do you do? And leaning into seeing life outside of your own perspective. Like, yes, we are the main characters of our own story. But learning someone else's story makes the actual living experience richer. And so taking the time to listen to someone who has different opinions, different views, and respecting them. Again, I'm not talking about the extremes of someone who's doing something that is truly offensive and harmful to you and your being. Delisa likes to put cheese on like sweet breads, and I don't get it. But I mean, it doesn't harm me. <laughs> so, like, I don't get it and I won't do it. Listen, but I'm not going to knock hot it. cross buns and cheese is bad ass. So, if you don't like it, that's your business. It's my business. But also, yeah, so getting to know them, getting to know their weird perks about food, and then also leaning into it sometimes. There was a time we were quarantining, and this is my favorite meal that Delisa cooked while we were quarantining. It was, we were looking in the cabinet. It was right before we went and needed to go grocery shopping. We're like, what do we have? We got some cauliflower, got some tomato sauce, we got some tuna fish. Now, in my mind, we ain't got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but Delisa whipped it up and I was like, let me see. And I got to know that she is a good enough chef that she can make a delicious meal out of anything. 
And so that gave me enough trust in her. And I got to know that she's willing to cook for others. She's willing to share. And like whatever she has, she has a big heart. So once I shifted the perspective out of me and to see her as a full individual, um, that was how I really got to know her and appreciate her and love her as the really good sister friend that she is. Yeah, how cheesy. People are going to hate us. Um, love it. <laughs> <Great>. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah, I think, yeah, I, I totally agree with you on this one. Getting to know them, understanding them, listening, um, listening to them, to what they need as well and and hearing them and trying to put yourself in their shoes and seeing things from their perspective. It's really important but not neglecting yourself mm. and not giving up too much of yourself to the point where it's making you feel uncomfortable because you must always have a barrier, not a barrier, boundary. But yeah, I mean, if you don't know someone, how are you going to be able to be their friend, you know, and how do you expect them to be your friend? So that is pretty important. Also let people get to know you. Mm. Like, and try to get to know someone else, but you never open up about what you want. You never open up about what you like, what you don't like, how your day was, like what you're feeling. Then it's going to be hard for you to be a good friend to them because they're still going to feel distant. Because if someone has a conversation and, you know, they're actually self-aware and they realize, wow, I've shared everything with you and you've not told me anything, mm. that will be an issue as well. So let people get to know you. I mean, that's been an issue for me that I'm learning um, because I am more of the person like if you don't ask, I kind of take that as an assumption that you don't care or you don't want to know. And so I don't necessarily just share everything. But like when people do show you those keys that resonate with you, that they are a safe place, that they are a welcoming place for you to share and be yourself, do it, lean into it. And that ties into the next one, which is assume the best intentions at least at first, obviously take notes about what people are doing, do their words, match their actions. And are you seeing things that again, are harmful, that are neglectful, that are truly like in opposition to friendship, but take note of that, but still assume the best intentions. So assume that when someone's like, how was your day? They actually mean, hey, Delisa, I'm looking at you. I see you. I care about you. How was your day? Like, don't assume it's a flippant remark. Don't assume they don't actually care. If they do or do not, they will come and it'll be visible. Like it'll come to light. But don't assume it like just off the bat. And when you have fights or disagreements, I think that's something that Lisa taught me. Really, I'm saying it, but I learned this from being friends with her. So I apologize to people in the past who I did not exhibit this. I've learned a lot in the last few years that I wish I could have applied when I was younger. Um, so if anyone who's listening to this and we used to be friends and we fell apart because there was a disagreement, I wasn't honest or I didn't like actually take the time to assume best intentions. I apologize. I've learned to <laughs> to do better at that. Yeah. I think you've pretty much summed it up. So then what's our last? Okay. Then what's our last one? Our last one is laughter. Laughter, laughter all round. Just being happy, enjoying yourself laughing at yourself, laughing at the other person <laughs> with their permission. Uh, 
Uh-huh. Laughing with the other person. Laughing with the other person. But just not being too serious all the time. There are serious moments and there are times where you need to like zone in and be like, let's have a straight face. But then outside of that, just take it easy. Enjoy yourself. Otherwise, if you can't laugh with your friend and enjoy your friend, the time you spend with each other, then who are you going to do it with? Mm. And you know what they say? It's a cliche, but laughter is medicine for the soul. I'll I'll say one of my but one of my favorite like laughter moments of the last month was I was in a very emotional state for good reason. And I was sobbing, just like sobbing. And I had, Delisa was there and two other friends. And as the tears finally finish and I'm like slowly starting to regather myself, I see someone out the corner of my eye and I see her look and then she ninjas a napkin in front of me. <laughs> and it was sweet. It was truly sweet. But something about the, the actual emotion and seeing it out of the corner, I just bust out laughing. And we all just bust out laughing. And it was like, as genuine as the sorrow and the sobbing was, so was the laughter. And it mm-hmm. was in equal parts. Um, and it was equally necessary to be able to stand up and keep doing what I needed to do in that period. But to find people that even in the midst of sorrow and grief and grieving, that not in a way that's dismissive, but in a way that's somehow refreshing, mm. still laugh with and cry with. I think to me, like if I was to write down like friendship highlights of my life, that would go way up there as like top tier moments and top tier feelings to like genuinely want to cultivate as I go forward and learning how to be a better friend to new people as well. Mm. Oh, you're trying to meet new friends? <clears throat> We'll talk about jealousy, but that is not a key to being a better trick. We can talk about how we are both jealous best friends later. Um, But that's why I said, like, I got to rein in my main character energy and remember that people are people outside of me. and Maybe Mm. they have other good friends. Anyways, but yeah. (laughs) But I think there's no set recipe for friendship but they are key elements I think present in many friendships and I think some of these that we have highlighted would definitely resonate with a lot of people um and I would look forward to hearing from our listeners if they've got any comments about these things or any extras they would like to add for us to discuss another time Drop us a message. Uh, <laughs> so slide into our DMs. The IG for our podcast is at the Better Friends Podcast. And you can slide into our DMs. And hey, if you and your bestie, if you feel like you have a great story about how you became a better friend to someone, like feel free to send us a message and maybe we'll be able to feature you on the podcast and you can tell your friend's story and the things that you've learned about how to be a better friend. It, like Delisa said, it's not a one-size-fits-all thing. Everyone is different, so every situation is different. Not everyone is going to be in Beijing, China, at the height of the pandemic in February 2020, trying to figure out, like, hmm, how do I make it through this and not have, like, all the mental health issues and mm. stay connected while I'm mm-hmm. away from family? Like, and, oh, I'll go stay with my friend who I'm kind of close with, but not fully... And yeah, yeah, we'll just make it work. Not everyone has that. And 
some people who have had that didn't make it out on the other side still friends so you know if you've got a cool story and it doesn't have to be trauma bonded it can just be like we've been friends since childhood and we've navigated through you know different phases of life because that's where we are now now we're long distance friends and like you have like new elements of your personal life i'm in a new location so yeah Share your stories with us and we'll all learn how to be better friends together. Indeed. With that, I think we can call our first episode on that. All done. Bye, bestie. Bye, bestie.